0: He's the star of Discovery Channel's Property Wars. He's been personally involved in over 15,000 real estate transactions. Now he's here to help you win the property war. Whether you're buying, selling, investing, or flipping, he's got the answer. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.
1: Let's do it to it. It's another edition of the Doug Hopkins Show being brought to you by Realty Executives, where the experts are. Also by signature title, The Expert's Choice for Title Services. And by Kevin Kaziski, the man with the master plan. You looking to get a loan? You looking is everybody telling you no? Kevin can. Just call him up, 480-560-5555. Also by our friends Mario and the crew down at Coconut Pools. Go to coconutpools.com and get your pool clean as a whistle today now ladies and gentlemen the one and only mr. Doug Hopkins Yes. good afternoon
2: everybody how you boys doing here oh
1: I'm feeling
3: dangerous
2: all right feeling,
3: feeling right. dangerous yeah I don't know are you a big uh you watched a lot of ESPN right no oh, <laughs> RG, I none do. at all I do do you know what the phrase I'm feeling dangerous comes from no oh man now I'm who's the quarterback of uh the dog pound
1: Oh, uh, Kyler, no, uh, uh, Baker Mayfield?
3: Yeah, Baker Mayfield had an interview where they're on. Hey, Baker, how you feeling? And he goes, I'm feeling dangerous. And ever since then, I loved it so much that now that's what I say. Well, oh, that's cute. That we he
1: relates me. to the millennial QBs.
2: Yeah, exactly. Isn't that
1: what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Did Aaron Rodgers play his last game? Is he um, announced? Has there been an announcement on that?
2: Well, he hasn't played his last game. He might have played his last game for the Green Bay Packers, but uh, not his last. You don't game think before. he's going to retire? No, he's not going to retire. He's Everybody was saying that it sounded, sounded like
1: like he was saying goodbye.
2: No, he was just really upset because he had a really good year and they were a number one seed and uh, and lost. So yeah, um, you know it's it's. Uh, to go out, you know, the finality of that, uh, of play, that's what makes football playoffs so great. Is like there's not a series where a best of seven or a best of five. It's one and done. That's it. You lose, you're out. Like your whole season is over and yeah. you're going home and that's it. Yeah. And uh, that that's why playoff football is probably the most exciting, you know, that you can get. Uh, other than like a game seven when it's really like a winner take all.
1: Do you believe that you can see the future? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. I really believe I can see the future. Okay. And it happened starting on last Saturday night. And you, you did the same bet, uh, the, uh, the Conor McGregor fight. Yes. And remember when I told you, I go, I think he's going to get his butt kicked. Yep. Right before the fight. I was like, I, I just, I, I knew he was going to lose. There was no question in my mind he was going to lose. And he lost. And then, uh, heck, t- probably two, three weeks ago, I said it was going to be Tom Brady versus Mahomes. I go, there's this is the way it's going to manifest itself. It is the goat versus the up and coming goat, yeah. And it's going to be is this a is this a handing over? Is is Mahomes the new guy, or is the goat going to take one more? And and I knew that it was going to be the Patriots versus the Chiefs way back in the in the wild card days. Yeah. There was no question that that's what. I do you remember when we were at Mountain View High School? Do you remember when I sold the t shirts for the state championship game? No. Okay, get a load of this, okay? And I'm not trying to make this all about me, but it is really truly all the about The whole me. show is all about you. It is dad. all about me. <laughs> if we don't talk me. about Mountain View during one of our shows, I think you feel like you failed. Totally.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mountain View, thanks for the sponsorship.
1: I'm like Al Bundy where my, my greatest days were so far behind me. <laughs> so so my, my sophomore year, junior year, I was a junior class vice president. Mm-hmm. Okay, And we went to state all three years. Yep. Well, junior class, vi- we, we sold t-shirts to the state championship game. It said Mountain View, and it was, it was a Toro riding on a, on a Mustang, like, t- toy horse, uh. okay? And so that was cool. The only problem was is that student council took all the money. And I was like, well, this is horse crap. I just did all the work on this. I want to make the money. So the next year when I wasn't on student council, I teamed up with Mike Schultz, and, and we created T-shirts to sell. The only problem was is that we had to get the cartoons created. And the cartoon was going to be every team that we defeated, their mascots were in a pile. And on the back, it was going to be the Toro kicking whatever team we were playing in the state championships mascot into that pile. Only problem was we had to have it done two weeks in advance.
2: Ah, so you didn't know who that who it was gonna be. That's a big rush. And order. I could
1: only I only had enough money to get one cartoon made. You picked the wrong one. I picked the right ones. Oh. Two weeks out. It was Mountain View versus Westwood. And I chose not only that we were going, but that they were going to win. Wow. And I picked the right one so that we won the game on Friday. I was selling shirts for ten bucks a pop at school on Monday because I had everything already ready to go. I just had to screen print the shirts.
2: I was part of that team that was playing. We darn near lost uh, to Amphi the week before. You so did. We, we, we were down. Um, gosh, we played down at U of A. We played in Tucson. Uh, and that's when they had the Bates brothers. The B- Mario Bates. Mario and, and Michael Bates. Yes. They and, went on to the NFL. Yeah, they both went on to the NFL. And um, we were down, I think, uh, we were down like 17 points going into the fourth quarter. And uh, we wound up throwing like three bombs to and uh, scored 21 points in the fourth quarter to win that game. Yeah, in one of the best games of the year.
1: Yeah, I loved that game.
2: Yeah, and then we I made got, a lot
1: of money on that game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: then we got our butts handed to us by Westwood uh, the following week. But yeah, uh, but I made. Which was you December know how much, 10th, 1988. Do you know how I much money I made off had, of that? I, I still remember the date. It was December 10th, 1988, when we lost to Westwood. Uh, yeah, at I, ASU. At ASU, and I was yeah.
1: walking up and down the parking lot before the game, selling those T-shirts that we bought for two dollars and fifty cents each for ten dollars. Yeah, and we sold probably three thousand of them. Yeah, it was amazing. The yes. school was so ticked off at us.
2: Yeah, did they? they did you, could they do anything? They made
1: well. They kicked me off of the campus from I couldn't sell them on campus. So uh-huh. we went to that. It's not vacant anymore, but Caddy Corner from the school.
2: What was that? Then? It was
1: it was just a vacant lot. Oh, okay. It was Caddy Corner from the school, it, right there on Lindsay and Brown. Yep, yep, yep. And so, yeah, and so we went over there and we sold it. Man, we 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 could not keep those in stock. It was incredible. Wow, it's awesome. Mike Schultz, Steve Powell. He was a student by president, and he was he had to be a silent partner because the student <laughs> they were so mad that we were using this, the the mascot and everything. Yeah, but yeah. the stu- we were cutting that. I, that was government corruption way back in 1988. <laughs> That was uh, amazing. Unbelievable, man. isn't it? Cool though, you can see how people are back in high school, and you know who's going to be, you know, doing stuff yep. and what they're going to do. Yep. So, anyways, I just I can see things like that, so I think I can tell the future.
2: Yeah, well, good. I hope I hope you can. Yeah, oh. I see
1: a new host for the show in about three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Doug I'm praying is, for that. Doug
3: can see the future in some properties. He made me buy one last year. We were just talking about it off air that I wasn't super excited about, and he was going, "Dylan, you're an idiot." Just buy the house. This is going to be a great house, and it turned out
2: pretty good. Yeah, I told him in the next two months it's going to be worth twenty grand more, and you're not going to be worried about it, you know. And uh, and I said you're keeping it for a rental anyway. You uh, bought it for one sixty-eight, and he's getting letters left and right, people wanting to buy it for two thirty-five. Wow, you know.
1: And that uh, was how long ago you bought that?
3: I bought that home in May, June. That's insane. So six, seven months later. Yeah, and I was, I was scared. Because this was one of my first ones, and I was like, I don't know, Doug. i, I kind of overpaying for this, this one. Is, is, you're
1: getting me on this one. This is a little tight. And mm-hmm. you're like,
3: no. Hey, buddy,
1: you just sit down.
3: You'd be here for the ride. Watch and watch and learn. Here.
1: Gosh, if I've learned anything now, it's that real estate is so much smarter than regular investing. If this week has taught you guys anything, it's that the system is freaking rigged. Yeah. It does not matter if you're Republican or Democrat. It, it, what they're doing is they're telling you things to make you fight against each other while they're just stealing the money and piles and piles and piles of money through their hedge funds and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. This This whole GameStop thing. That is crazy. This week.
2: That it, is absolutely crazy.
1: It's rigged. It, it is totally shown that the
3: stock market is rigged. And AMC. So, so for those that don't know, there's what's called, uh, what is it? Wall Street Bets. Yeah, it's, it's on a, Reddit. It's a Reddit. It's a subreddit. And, it's a message
1: board, basically.
3: Yeah, it's a big community board. And this community board got everybody to invest in um, GameStop and AMC. And so the stocks went through the roof. And they were doing it through a millennial service called Robin Hood, which lets people invest even small amounts of money. You don't have to buy a whole stock. You can buy a quarter, a half, or even, you know, a third of a stock, right? And the government shut down Robin Hood. Robin Hood shut down these small people from being they able to- They couldn't buy.
1: They could only sell. Correct. Imagine being in a poker game, okay, where you can't raise. You could only call. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you're screwed,
2: it's, it's. that's the whole
1: game. And so what these hedge funds were doing is that they were betting shorts. And so they and rightfully so. I mean, GameStop, hey, there may be great people that work there, but it's a dying business. It's a it's a blockbuster video. Mm-hmm. Like who you can get your games online now. Yep. AMC movies is getting crushed with COVID and everything. Yep. So that right now the movies are kind of a dying industry because you can stream everything. Uh Nokia, I think, is another one, and Blackberry is yep. the last one. Yep. Well, what these hedge funds do, number one, they always can trade before you because they have direct lines to the stock exchange to where when you're buying on E-Trade, you're not buying for another, you know, couple of minutes. This goes down to the milliseconds. So these hedge funds, when they see something dip or go up, they've got all these computer programs that say, buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. And that's how they win. They're, they're basically the dealer. So when you're buying on E-Trade or something like that, you, you might as well be pounding your order into a rock and driving it on a horse to the stock exchange. That's how slow things are in comparison. So, yeah, you can win in the long run, but you can't quick flash trade like that. Well, what these hedge funds do is that they're betting that, that, that GameStop was going to fail. So they were betting it down and they put all their money on future shares at a much lower price. Well, when everybody got together and they start running the price up artificially, the hedge funds were betting billions that it was going to go the other way. And so now what they're doing is they're running that price up to an artificially high price and the hedge funds are literally losing billions. <laughs> the only way they make money is if the price drops again. The only way for the price to drop again is to stop everybody from buying and you can only sell. Like if you could only sell houses and you couldn't buy them, the price is going to drop, right? Yep, yep. And that's what's been happening here. So this it really has. now. Now what they've done is they've stopped it to where you can't buy it anymore. And it's like they're they're cheating the system yep. so that the hedge funds win. Yeah. The Crazy. dealer wins. They're taking all the aces out after they've got blackjack. Yep. And you can't beat them. Or the Doug Hopkins show is coming up next.
0: Buy it. Sell it. Invest it or flip it.
4: luxury home marketing specialist than any other company in the state. A top performing designation earned by less than 1% of all realtors. I'm Jeff Hawk co-owner of Realty Executives. No matter where you live in the Valley, we have offices and local area experts familiar with your neighborhood. The Valley is constantly growing, and so are we. Come see our newest offices in North Scottsdale at the corner of Pinnacle Peak and Scottsdale Road, and in Gilbert at the northwest corner of Val Vista and Williamsville. Realty Executives, where the experts are. The equal Housing Opportunity Broker. I'm Doug Hopkins with Realty Executives and DougHopkins.com
2: and I still want to buy your house lately a lot of companies have stopped buying houses due to uncertainty in the market in these stressful times DougHopkins.com can give you peace of mind that your house is sold we never charge fees or commissions and we buy your house in as is condition with no repairs at DougHopkins.com, you're dealing with me a local guy who's been buying houses in the market for 25 years in good times and bad we will get through this together
1: do you have a swimming pool I know it can be one of Arizona's biggest joys and during the hot summer, uh, but it can also be the biggest headache that you've ever dealt with. If you let it go unmaintained, if you let the pH balance get out of whack, if you let the algae start growing. Let me tell you about coconut pools. Yet, yeah, just how it sounds. CoconutPools.com. You get reliable weekly pool maintenance, and when they're done, they send you an email with a photo of your cleaned pool weekly, showing that it's been cleaned, taken care of. You don't have to worry if the tech has shown up. Uh, you don't even have to live in the house. Maybe it's a rental house and investment property. They have services as low as eighty dollars a month. That gives you the basic chemical plan. Also, they do full service plans starting at hundred dollars a month. Your pool. Is too big of an asset to put at risk to people that you cannot trust. That's why you should go to Coconutpools.com. Call 602-610 Pool. Once again, that's
0: 602-610-7665. He's here to help you win the property war. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. It's
1: the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program being brought to you by Realty Executives, Signature Title, Coconut Pools, Kevin Kaczynski, and I haven't received any complaints yet. What's that? Uh, I'd That's when somebody doesn't like, oh, I'm sorry. I started talking to, I thought that was a voice in my head. Yeah. Um, but, but I can tell you this because I do follow a lot of things very closely and the stock market and how to gamble in the stock market is not one of them. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure that my analysis of what's been happening with the GameStop thing is probably like 75%, right? But if, if you're a stock market broker, you're probably thinking, oh my God, this guy's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's talking about. So I, I readily admit that. But Got it.
2: Well, you had me, you have me f- or sold, I, I, I believed every word, because I summary, don't know either. In summary, I yep. can
1: tell you that this is right. Hedge funds are betting against a company. Everybody's getting together and buying that company up to do the exact opposite of what the hedge fund wants. Therefore, the hedge fund is losing billions of dollars. Yep. How it all happens, it, I, I kind of understand it a little bit, but not enough to be an expert on it. So. So you're saying the hedge funds
2: didn't make a bunch of money. They lost a bunch of money. They're losing billions. Got it.
1: Because what they do is they short it. It's basically placing a bet that the stock price is going to be at a certain level on a certain day. And then the call comes due. But who are the
2: people that are getting? So this is what I don't understand. I, I get what you're saying. But the hedge funds are usually the ones making the money. Yeah. So because they
1: can play both. They have enough money to where because you can manipulate the stock market. You so, buy enough stock, so, it's so going to go might up.
2: Have, They might have made a deal where they're going to buy a certain amount to make the stock go crazy. So, yeah, they're going to lose a little bit on that. Well, we we'll talked about a little bit. Maybe they, they put a hundred million dollars, say, on it or a billion dollars. But then they buy that thing up with ten billion dollars and make it go through the roof. So they lose their, you know, their one billion dollars, but they make back, you know, 300
1: billion dollars i'm sure they're though. trying to find a way to do that right now but but the other they must have already done but the that. other part of it is kind of money well but they their 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 position on the short end of it on the low end of it was so heavy that you'd you couldn't and then you'd be playing against you're just trying to make it even now if you were to buy GameStop now and try to run it up you're giving up that billion dollars because you're going to lose that well if it, it ran up like
2: what or something like that. I mean, it went from like $25 to $19 on the 12th and then it was like four, those, It hit it like 400
1: like on Thursday and then, then it went back down and yeah i, I they're screwed cuz if they weren't screwed they wouldn't be stopping people from trading it like i don't think that that's ever happened except for is it
2: them or is it the stock the, the stock exchange saying this is something's wrong here and the, or that the, the was it called the SEC or whatever it's called
1: yeah. here's the crazy part they're all The heads of the SEC is in bed. I think she's the, I I think she was uh, like, I'll give you an example. I don't know if this is exactly true, but like the head of the SEC was like, uh, who is the, the attorney general guy from last year? Not Barr, Rosenstein. Oh. I think the head of the SEC was married to Rosenstein. And and like they're all, husbands and wives have yeah. all these leadership roles in government. Yep. Elaine Chow who was the secretary of transportation for Trump, is the wife of Mitch McConnell, who's this, who was the Senate majority leader. You yeah. know, they're all, they're all literally in bed with each other. Yeah, yeah.
3: But, so, the reason why Robinhood could stop all these small time investors from doing it is because they're considered a brokerage, right? It's not like you have a fidelity account directly to the stock market,
1: right? But you, TD Ameritrade did that too. They stopped oh, they
2: did. it. Yes. Well, do you know anything about Bitcoin, Darren? Because I know you know a lot about stuff like that. All but. I
1: know is that I bought Bitcoin back in 2012 for an average of $800 each. I had 27 of them and I sold them. When? <laughs> like about the same time oh so you just made a little bit of money and you otherwise you would have
2: been like a millionaire yeah yeah so or look at it the have been worth over a million look
1: at the board of directors yeah because it's what thirty thousand or something like that yeah. this is the board of directors for robin hood dina powell from goldman Sachs. jacqueline bezos who you think <laughs> you see where i'm going with this yeah. all the money man this is where the money's at yeah. you this is the board of jeffrey imelt's Uh, You've heard of him before. I mean, this is the board of directors of Robin Hood. Robin Hood is supposed to be the guy who takes from the rich and gives to the poor. It's Jeff Bezos' (laughs) ex-wife. Is that really Robin Hood?
2: Or is that a wolf in sheep's clothing? Well, she stole from her husband. Is that a wolf in sheep's clothing? (laughs) Who'd you give it to, though? The
3: partner of Goldman Sachs is more surprising to me. I mean, these are huge
1: institutions. Blue Ridge Capital, Maverick Capital Management. If anything, these are the hedge funds right here. The the people on the the board of director are the the hedge
3: funds. You don't think that the board was the one that made the decision to say... Hey, we're stopping all these
2: uh, people that work at McDonald's I, from buying this. I, I have a feeling you haven't heard the last about this. There, I think there's going to be some people indicted for something. I, it, it, that, something like this, uh, you know. I, I I'm sure before they did anything, they were try they checked the legalities of it as it sits. But but uh, when 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 the, the when you cause the market to go that crazy, when they're talking about it on every news channel, every uh, you know any, any time you, you you everyone I know is talking about this. Yes. And, and I'm like, my game style. like, how does that even, I, I haven't walked into that place, you know, I, I remember, you know, when the kids were younger, they'd want to go over there and grab a game real fast or something like that, but I, I mean, it's not like they have big mega, like, Best Buys or something like that, it's like in a little shopping center, and there's not, like, there's a tons of them, I, I, I don't there's know, there's tons I'm, of them, is yeah. there a ton of them?
1: Yeah, there uh, is. But I mean, and, and again, nothing against them, but it's the technology is changing. Yes. It's a blockbuster. And you don't need. You get stuff yeah, it online. is a blockbuster.
2: Yeah, You could get stuff right online. Most most times you can go get stuff right online. You know, I don't know. It's 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 weird to me.
1: So yeah. that is one way where uh, that is one way. Look, I'm looking at the head of the SEC. Uh, her name was this former head, Mary Shapiro. She was married to Charles Chaz Caldwell, a former official with the U.S. Small Business Administration. You know, I mean, there, that's, if anybody can just wake up, this has nothing to do with politics. It really is the casino. Who's the government and people in power versus you, the regular people. Even if you think you've got control, you think you're making money. You ain't one of them.
3: You ain't one of them. So what do we do about it? What should we invest in?
1: Well, I do think that real estate's a great way to do that. Yeah, that's what I was alluding to. That was a good, nice softball pitch. <laughs> I mean, because the most wealth in the United States has been made off of real estate. Yep. I think that that's the truth, isn't it?
2: it? It absolutely is. And and a lot of people ask me, when, you know, is it is it too late to buy? Is it going to come down? I was like, the, the longer you wait, the worse it's going to be. Like, you know, Dylan kept saying, well, maybe I'll wait till the next one. Like on this, this one that I sold him in May. And I go... The next one that comes up next month or two months, you're gonna pay paying 10, 15, 20 grand more than you what you're gonna pay right now. Yeah. And I don't think he believed me on it, but he 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 did I trusted. Uh, he trusted me that I and and look at what's happened, you know. It's a, but here's the thing. For what Dylan was doing, for what I did, um, it made sense as a rental. It, it just made sense as a rental that the numbers worked. So unless you're selling it in the next year or two. It doesn't matter. You know, you only lose money or make money when, when you, sell you sell the it. asset. And so, you know, basically, I, you know, when the, when everything went down in, in, in 2009 and, and, and 10 and, and everyone's like, oh, man, you have all those rentals and, and uh, you must have lost a fortune. I said, I didn't lose a penny. I didn't lose nothing. You didn't sell it. I didn't it. sell it. I said, se- I let everything go. You know, I, I just, you know, said, okay, let, we're just going to keep on renting these things out. And, uh, and now... Thankfully, everything came back, and so I have a lot of money on paper, but I don't make it until I sell it.
1: What is the strategy for the next year or two? We'll get into that next on The Doug Hopkins Show.
0: Over 15,000 real estate transactions and growing. This is the Flippin' Real Estate Radio program with Doug Hopkins from Discovery Channel's Property Wars. So take me.
2: That's one eight hundred. Sell now.
1: Do you have a swimming pool? I know it can be one of Arizona's biggest joys, and during the hot summer, uh, but it can also be the biggest headache that you've ever dealt with if you let it go unmaintained. If you let the pH balance get out of whack. If you let the algae start growing. Let me tell you about coconut pools. Yet, just how it sounds coconutpools.com Coconut Pools services everybody in East Valley including Mesa, Gilbert, Chandler Tempe, Apache Junction Gold Canyon, Queen Creek, Scottsdale and Santan Valley. They brush the surface of the pools, they skim your debris they empty your baskets, they ensure all of your equipment is working properly they'll clean your salt cells and they'll balance your chemicals weekly. Call 602-610-7665 it's Coconut Pools and attention real estate agents they also do pool inspections if your client is purchasing a home with a pool. That's Coconut Pools, 602-610-7665, 602-610-POOL. Or you can find them online at Pools.
0: this is the doug hopkins flippin real estate radio program
1: gotta send a shout out to our two biggest fans that are listening right now they're they're technically our two only fans outside of our immediate family (laughs) that's not true (laughs) uh Mikey Lines, what's up, Mikey? Hey, what's up, Mikey? Hey, Mikey. What's happening, Mikey? Also, got to say what's up to uh, Steve Morello.
2: Yep, Steve Morello, you're the you're the man. That that boy works so freaking hard. I tell you, he is. Uh, Every every night he's riding riding around. He, he starts working about five p.m. and he he works until about five a.m. four or five nights a week. And uh, he wakes up early just to to, to listen to our show. He tries to sleep. You know, gets home at five, goes to sleep on at Saturdays. Six. And, huh? Yeah, he's still working on Saturdays. And uh, and if he if he sleeps through it, he always downloads it on the, the podcast. He, in in fact, we well, anyone... just
1: found out about
2: that the other day.
1: Who did? He did because oh, th- he came up to me. He's like, I didn't know you had a podcast. I uh, I didn't no, you'd want to listen to our podcast. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. no, I listen every week. I'm like, are you okay, bro? You got a fever or something? Everything cool?
2: Yeah, no, he, he thought that, uh, what was that? I
1: the, the Mood Setup. I the Mood Setup. The girl that was, like, that was like, I quit
2: this. That oh, was hilarious, yeah. yeah, He loved that. I was getting texts throughout the show last week. So, uh, yeah, shout out to, to Steven Esteban.
1: What's up? All right, where are we going next? So, we were talking
3: about... Uh, the investing strategy, right? And you were talking about how you kept on your you kept your properties even after the market crashed. Yes. Because you're only losing money if you sell. And so I have people all the time that are calling me for their first house, right? They're all in their twenties. They're just getting out of school. They've saved for their down payment. All of them don't want to lose their down payment. And
1: we're super heated right now. I mean gosh, my my feeling just about the real estate prices is like when it goes up, 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 like eventually it has to go down, 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 down. Now I know the the rates are really pushing this, so it's not an artificial bubble like we had in 2008 where they were just loaning money to everybody. But man, I'm freaked out too. Like I'm looking for a house and I'm like, a million dollars for a house in East Valley? And I'm not even looking for a mansion. Yeah. And I'm finding million dollar houses.
2: Well, look at it this way. How do you think... Uh, people in San Francisco felt in say 1990 when they were trying to look for a place, uh, you know, up, up there in San Francisco and they had to pay $400,000 for a 1500 square foot house. Yeah. All right. Now that same house sells for two and a half million dollars. And it's like, man, you can't,
1: don't you wish you'd go back and buy that, that same house for Oh, I remember 000. when I bought Pony Lane. Yeah. It was $112,000. It was our first house. I'm like, oh, man, I can't believe. Like, Couldn't we find something in the 80000 80, range in Apache Junction or something? Yep. Well, we
2: live in such a now time, right? And, and um, uh, what I'm seeing is the market and everything is, is shifting faster than it ever has, whether that be the stock market, the real estate market. Um, it is, you know, technology has changed everything and um as technology has progressed uh, so has the timetable for things to uh, appreciate and um so we are appreciating at a faster pace whether that be cars um
1: houses is it that they're appreciating or is it that the dollar is depreciating and and that
2: could be it as well um but i just think we uh, with the advancement of technology everything is a faster now sort of thing you know we used to think all right when you were born all right let's get some um we're gonna give them some bonds bonds yeah and you know 30 years from now you know maybe it'll be worth some 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 big bucks now it's like uh how do i get my money like next week or yeah. next, next month or ne- you know it, it the the time for everything seems to have compressed so much um and it, it's it's interesting it's an interesting time to live that's for sure is that
1: something to consider if you really think about it our country is in gosh i used to be up on all this stuff but Uh, 30 trillion dollars in debt and getting and more getting bigger and at at the the second they're talking about another two to three trillion dollars spending package bailout package now now if you just took dollars okay and if you put that in real world terms uh, i think a trillion is it nine or 12 zeros bottom line is if you took 30 trillion and you just move that down to uh three million you know what i'm saying Uh, the average person's, what we have is a fraction of that. It's like having somebody on a $30,000 a year job with $3 million in debt. That's like what our country is right now. And not only that, but going out and taking out a $2 million loan on top of the $30 million because you lost your job and you need more money. And you don't want to give up cable and you don't want to give up schools and you don't want to give up this. And you you see where I'm going?
2: There's going to have to be some sort of reset, right? Because there's no way of getting back to zero. So
1: what happens in real estate when it happens? Because (laughs) really quick, there's 30 trillion extra dollars in our system that should not be there. Yeah. So I would imagine if you took it out, everything would be worth a lot more, right? Explain that.
2: If you're taking dollars out of the economy, as far as you know, okay, we're we're going to take dollars out. That shrinks the amount of dollars that are out there, which makes
1: everything worth. But then money. people won't be able to offend uh, afford it. It's, so it would make well, things who's, worth who's less. Who's the people
2: in debt, right? It's the government, right? So how is how is that going to be recouped from us? But it's all
1: through taxes or somehow or the Great Reset, what you're talking. And I know that's different than the Great Reset everybody else is talking about, but like a bankruptcy or something like that. Well, if a bankruptcy happens, that means that we don't follow through. We really don't know what we're talking about. We have it no sure clue. as hell sounds
2: scary. <laughs> so, so part part of it. Let's talk to real estate. There are things we know.
3: We, yeah. <laughs> well, part of it is inflation, right? So, when I first in my government class in high school learned that the gover- the government wants our money to be worth one to two percent less every single year, right? They want your money to be worth less to incentivize spending. And right now, during the pandemic, inflation's gone crazy. Inflation's way higher than it they their goal. Yeah, because they're percent. printing
1: money though. That's the, That's what I'm saying. Is there? Imagine one Babe Ruth baseball card worth a ton, right? Now, what if you have five? It's, it's worth one fifth. Yeah. And now, what if you have a hundred of them? Now it's worth one of one hundred. Now it's worth a penny. So what's and that's in, what's happening with the dollars.
3: So what's the way to hedge against inflation? Where's the best investment asset to hedge against? Probably inflation?
1: owning real things like real estate. Correct, and you've tried to bring it back there twice. It's just so freaking boring. You're welcome. (laughs) So real real estate really is one of the best things to hedge against
3: it. So I have all all of these friends that you know. They I know people that work in hedge funds. I know people that you know are seriously Tesla millionaires. One of my friends invested at the right time a couple of years ago. Spent everything he had, and he's he's got over a million dollars in the market. No joke. Like super super cool story, and. They're saying all the time, hey, what are you doing? What, what's the plan? What's the strategy? And what stocks are you getting? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm a coward. I'm not buying any stocks. Every single dime I, I save up, I'm saving for my next rental property or my next flip. I'm looking way long into the future so that I don't care what the government does, There's how much no inflation question.
1: there is. There's no question in 20 years you'll be better off than 99% of the people that are doing the opposite.
3: Correct. The short game that w- what you know Doug brought up earlier, this millennial thought process of, I want my money and I need it now. Call JG Wentworth, 877-CASH-NOW, right? They want their money right now. You're not going to get that long-term deal. You're not going to be a Doug Hopkins with 50 rental properties, you know, in the long-term future. You got to set yourself up for the long run and do the small things every single day that are going to pay off and not want the immediate yeah. gratification. It's the old
2: cliche of the hare and the tortoise. Yeah. Right? And uh, I still believe in there's no better way to uh, be financially stable than buying real estate. And that was true even when the market went down. And it's true when the market goes up. Uh, because uh, year over year, uh, decade over decade, uh, it's a proven commodity. If, if say you went and bought Tesla right now, and it's at what five hundred dollars a share, six hundred dollars a share. I think I it's know. at eight hundred. Is it whatever it is? And all of a sudden, Tesla has some, something bad happens, and that that thing goes down to two hundred. You're sitting there, go. You you own a piece of paper. It's not like you own a Tesla. You own a piece of paper.
1: Eight uh, eight, eight uh, like yeah, it's the eight hundred thirty eight, something.
2: It's, maybe. It's yeah. something. <laughs> so so I. Mean, that's it, you know. I mean, at, at least if, if when the house goes down, we all have to live somewhere. Yeah, right? we all have to live somewhere. You know, it, it's one of uh, you know, food and shelter, right? That's a uh, food, yep. water, shelter. That's that's the the necessities in life, and uh, so shelter is housing, and there's not a lot of it. And we have a we have a housing crisis in in Arizona, a housing shortage, and um, and I don't see him making a. a a ton more houses every you know, they, and, they a,
1: and a huge demographic shift in the country. People are People moving People are here. leaving New York, California, yes. and they're going to Florida, Arizona, Texas, places like that. Some belt states. Like we haven't seen, we've seen growth in other times, but it wasn't this massive decision to get out of these particular states.
2: Yeah. Some of these states have really shut shut down, and it's really been really hard on on a lot of the uh, the economies there, and, and a lot of the business owners, and a lot of people are just fed up with with their governments and don't want to be shut down, and want to, you know, we, we we're we're shut down here in, in a, a little bit, but can you imagine? I mean, we're we're pretty lucky being in Arizona. We could actually go out and do something and go grab a burger. And oh yeah. Go work. Uh, if Huge we blessing to, to be here. Yeah.
1: Heck, you had coronavirus. You can lick doorknobs now. <laughs> Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh. Without worrying about getting sick. Yeah, what go. a free, amazing state we live in.
0: <laughs> From investing to rehabbing to profiting, this is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.
4: Just know you're not alone. a
0: make your home the best flipping home on the block find the right contractors and don't waste your money on the wrong repairs upgrades and improvements once again here's doug hopkins on the flipping real estate radio program
1: cut the
0: music
1: cut the music cut the music <laughs> oh boy
2: What's
1: i want to, apo- to no i want to apologize For i me. want to apologize go no. ahead Look, we've been friends for a long time, and there's just certain things that, you know, we, we joke around with each other and everything, but there's certain things that just lines that shouldn't be crossed. <laughs> Back when we were in high school, Doug was a window licker.
3: <laughs> like, okay, okay, real quick, are we talking? You're in high school, and you pull up to two people. You know, no, the he car? was on
1: a school bus. He would get on the school bus <laughs> and he would lick the windows. <laughs> Nothing could be. And we all teased him about that. We yeah. all teased him about that. But that was something that really, like, he 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 went to therapy over it. <laughs> Still happening. And everything. And I promised that I would never tell yeah. anybody that. And so when I made the doorknob licking reference after he <laughs> <me> had coronavirus, <laughs> he burst into tears and ran out of the studio. Yeah.
2: So, the, you know, that's not true because I moved out here in my junior year and there was no buses. You had to get there by, by yourself. The, you didn't have a bus. Doug would here.
1: sit in the front I window of that. his house and lick <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Every time we'd, we'd show up to pick him up, it was kind of a big brother's thing. We'd take care of him. Uh, and oh, everything. good, good. And he was always licking the windows. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brother. No ITs. Well, Bless no right. joke. <laughs> hey, Darren, Doug, go back. I know
3: that we keep going back to the, the real estate buying question, but you said yourself as things get higher and higher and real estate's going bananas you're having this hesitancy like what should i buy this house should i invest in this million dollar home that your family wants
1: yeah because the, because you see like in 2008 when when everything heated up and it got you know super high prices and everything uh there's a lot of people that bought during yep. those times yep. and then the prices crashed you know 20 30 50 percent in some 50 percent in lots of instances right what what about those people now well, they're, they've got, if they've held on to those properties, they still have equity. Yeah. But they don't have a whole lot of equity. I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's now just really bursting over the YubiCurve. In 2008, remember I sold Pony Lane for 300? Yeah. And I think it's worth like 350 now. Yeah. So it did take a good eight years to get back to that point. But
3: it did come back. So my, It did. The point You're that the, I want to. a
2: decade. Yeah.
3: So yeah.
1: the point that I want to make
2: you, is that. Hold on just a second. Just to, to prove my point from what I was talking about earlier. Do you know how much time it would have taken if we're talking about you did that in the fifties or sixties or seventies, or even into the eighties, the time for everything to recover. The time, uh, is just, is so shortened now. I think we would have been better off in, in, in 09, 10, 11, letting things shake out the way they should have been not bailing out the banks, not bailing everybody out and, and let everything fall where, where, where it may so that the market corrects itself instead we we they, the government threw a bunch of money. They did at save it, everything, and yeah. they saved everything. And you still had, you know, all all those bank executives getting those huge bonuses and mm-hmm. all the BS that happened once they it's got their money. Because
1: the game is stacked against you. There you go. Like if you lose your house, you don't get bailed out. Nobody goes, hey, don't worry about it. We'll we'll pay for your house. You keep it. You made a bad decision.
3: But the banks did heartbeat loans, loan to anybody that could literally sign the documents. They and
1: then they got bailed out.
3: And then they got bailed out. That's wrong. They got bailed out. So. My my point is this, with our next market correction, so everybody's wondering, when's the market going down? When's the market going down? And they're right. It will will go down. The real estate goes up and it goes down. We are due for a market correction. Historically, the market corrects every seven years, right? It's been 14. Market crashed in 2007, 2008. You know, we're 2019, 13, 14 years now. We're due for one, right? But are we going to have another 50% crash?
2: Did you say we're in 2019? All
3: right, no, so you said
1: 14 from 2007 is 2021.
2: Yeah. I said 13,
3: 14 years since the crash. Right, so, hey, here's like, a, what, 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 you're, you're right.
1: <laughs> so w- what's going to be the catalyst of the crash? I think as soon as they start raising interest rates. Really? Well, not only that, but we've so got something. That's what even- happened.
2: If, if you remember the beginning of 2020, or maybe it was, a, it was the beginning of, uh, it was the end of 2019. Uh, I'm trying to think of it. it, was, eight, it think was it? was over.
3: A, it was over 19. It, over the year was, of 19, they're th- th- raising. 19,
2: them. Yeah, it was 2019 where they started raising raising rates. They got up into the, of the four, quarter of four and a half. Yeah. yeah, beginning of 19, end of, end of 18, they started raising them up, and uh, and the market just started. Oh, we started seeing the the the, uh, the listings climb. We went to from you know 10,000 up to 11, 12. It got up to 13,000. Same with uh, when when COVID hit. I mean, we're at less. I, th- I saw a dip under five thousand the other day. Yep. Houses for of, listings, whole, for on whole, of listings on County, the market, Maricopa County, right? For the whole valley. That's including
3: yeah. condos, townhomes, mobile homes, mobile homes, yeah. like any sort of real estate that can be sold on the MLS.
1: Five thousand. Have your computer properties. on you. Uh, We figured it out last week after the show because we kind of were talking about this. We were like, is it because less people are selling homes? Just the same amount of people are selling homes historically. It's just that they're not staying on the market for 45, 60 days. They're only on the market for 5, 10 days at a time.
3: Yeah, I went over it with Darren. This last, in 2020, we had 102,000 homes sold in our MLS. And that's more homes than any other year other than 2005 and they sold 105,000. So we were 2,000 and change different from our highest volume sold ever.
1: And, and that a, was lot those,
3: a,
2: lot of, a lot of those in 05 were investors. Yeah. And now a lot of, well, they're still investors, but I would imagine that the uh, there's a lot more uh, uh, homeowners than there are investors. Oh, yeah.
3: I mean, people were buying homes, never having the intention to live in these properties yeah. back in the day. This The market that we have now, we have more people than we have homes. We have more demand than we have supply. Okay, so
1: what happens when? Because they there's a lot of people that could not make their payments. What happens when that moratorium on evictions and foreclosures is it finally expires? Well, the,
2: the good thing for them is they have they have equity uh, equity, and so they'll have options. Be, but there's going to be a lot more houses on the market. Whenever you have equity, you have options, and um, you know. So when that happens, uh, there'll be a lot of people uh, that. That uh, you know are, are going to need to sell because they can't, and they'll get money, and it'll help them out. It'll help That'll drive prices them.
1: down, though, because more houses will be on the market.
2: And it may, it may. I just don't see that a lot more will be coming on. I think they'll be gobbled up. The demand is so fierce right now that I, I don't think that that's going to be an issue in Arizona. I've argued with Arizona. you and
1: been proven wrong too many times. So I'm not even going to start. So it,
2: we in, in in other parts of the country. It is going to be an issue in, in the, you know, uh, in the Midwest, it's going to be an issue in the East coast. It is going to be an issue. The New York's, the new, the New Jersey's, uh, Boston's and uh, all the, the big cities, uh, people that are, are haven't paid for months, if not years, uh, when they, and when their they house is going do down in value and their house is going down because, because everybody's leaving the heck out. Yeah.
3: So speaking of that demand, we, I, li- we have a house that we just listed this week that I reviewed 10 offers It had only been on the market for 18 hours, 3701 West Campobello Drive. We listed it for 280. This home's going to sell for over $300,000. And I had 25 showings in just two days. So the amount of demand that's here, if you're a seller and you're looking to capitalize on all the equity that you've got, give us a call 480-498-8000 or go to one 800 sellnowcom and you can get a price on your house.
1: This is like a girl going to Kokomo's at Lake Havasu on spring break, like a house.
3: She's <laughs> 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 getting like
1: so much attention. Where there's a thousand guys <laughs> and like four girls. <laughs> and you're like, I'll bid it up, I'll bid it up, I'll bid it up. All right, if people want to get in touch with you, 480 498 8,000. 8, Doug, if people want to get in touch with you. It's 1-800-SELL-NOW. Call easy one, enough.
2: Yeah, that's right. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW. Everybody have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Uh, we're going to make our big Super Bowl picks next week. We'll do that. Uh, I'm sure everyone is waiting with bated breath for that. But uh, No, I
1: think <laughs> Dylan just needs some gum. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 All right, everyone. Have a great rest of your weekend and happy investing.